Welcome to GW Hospital HealthCast. I'm Dr. Mike Smith. The topic today, should I get a lung cancer screening? My guest is Dr. Keith Mortman. Dr. Mortman is an associate professor of surgery at the George Washington University School of Medicine and Health Sciences and the chief for the Division of Thoracic Surgery at the George Washington University Hospital. Dr. Mortman, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So who is at risk for lung cancer and who should get the lung cancer screening? The lung cancer screening is designed for patients who are at high risk for developing lung cancer but do not yet exhibit any of the signs or symptoms. So there was a study that was published in 2011, which was the National Lung Screening Trial, and that is sort of the basis of this information and subsequent screening programs. And it showed that the patients who were at highest risk are those that are aged 55 to 77 is sort of the upper limit uh, currently. People who have smoked uh, at least a pack a day for 30 years or the equivalent, and even those who have quit smoking and have done so within the past 15 years, as well as patients who have a family history of lung cancer. And so how, um, do, you, do you think this is common knowledge? Do enough um, uh, patients, people in the community know that there actually is a lung cancer screen? Unfortunately, it's not uh, uh, as common knowledge as, as we would like it to be. Um, uh, we're, so we spend a fair bit of time educating not only the public, but our fellow physicians as well, particularly primary care physicians who uh, tend to see their patients on a more regular basis. Yeah, and so when you look at the lung cancer screening itself, what exactly is the, the, the lung cancer screening test and, and what is it looking for? So the test is a low-dose CT scan. Um, and this is a test, the actual test itself probably takes 30 to 60 seconds, so it's a very quick test, uh, and it's a lower dose of radiation than the standard chest CT scan. And what we're looking for are um, uh, abnormalities in the lung. This is a means by which to detect an early stage lung cancer before any of the signs or symptoms develop. Unfortunately, uh, lung cancer um, can be a, a silent killer of sorts, if you will, because when people develop signs or symptoms from their lung cancer, they tend to be larger, more advanced, and may have already metastasized to other places in the body. A very early stage lung cancer, when it's small and before it spreads to lymph nodes or other structures, is typically asymptomatic. It's not causing any symptoms. So that's a, that's a small nodule that um, can be picked up uh, by other means. For instance, if somebody has a chest x-ray before a knee operation, for instance, um, that can actually show a small nodule before it has any signs or symptoms. And so when you look at the screen itself, what are some of, and obviously you mentioned it's for high-risk patients, but, so, but what are some of the limitations of the screening test? Uh, the limit, there are not many, many limitations. You know, a lot of that has to do with what we call spatial resolution. So um, certainly if a nodule reaches a certain size, that's going to be picked up reliably on the CT scan. The important thing that um, we as physicians have to remember and have to be careful to interpret is that not every abnormality or nodule on the CT scan is necessarily a lung cancer. In fact, only a very small minority of those abnormalities are actually going to wind up being a malignancy. So we have to be very careful in terms of how we interpret and report the results of the study, and there's a very clear and defined way that we do that. It's called the lung rats criteria. 
So um, for people who wind up having a normal scan, no abnormalities, then we typically tell them to come back in a year and get scanned on an annual basis. Um, they can have perhaps what we call an indeterminate pulmonary nodule, so something as small as two or three or four millimeters. And those we, we would typically watch, and instead of going a full year, they might need another CT scan perhaps in six months to make sure that there's been no interval change in that nodule. Um, or sometimes they can have more concerning abnormalities. And one of the benefits of this chest CT scan is that not only can we look at the lungs, but we can look at other structures in the chest as well. And so if somebody listening is at high risk for lung cancer, at what age should this begin? The lower limit of the age range is 55. So the currently accepted age range whereby the scan is actually covered by almost all insurance plans, that age range is 55 on the low end up to 77 on the high end. So let's let's go back to something you touched on um, when there is a positive um result to the screening. Run us through what that what happens after that uh, to the patient. So after the screen, so the CT scan, of course, is read initially by a board-certified radiologist. Um, at our GW screening program, um, all of the scans would come across my desk as well. So there's a second pair of, of eyes uh, of a thoracic surgeon that looks at the scan also. And we have a very high concordance rate between the surgeon reading it and the radiologist reading it. But we look at these different abnormalities. Um, so if something does appear suspicious, um, both the patient as well as their primary care physician will receive um, a letter um, stating the results of the scan. Uh, and if things are suspicious enough, that they would need to meet with either a thoracic surgeon or perhaps a pulmonologist uh, to go ahead and investigate that further. Now, so, you know, in summary, Dr. Mort- Mortman, what, you know, what would you like people to know about lung cancer screening? I, I certainly would like them to know that if they have these high-risk criteria, meaning if they are in the 55 to 77 age group, if they are a current smoker and have smoked the equivalent of a pack a day for 30 years, um, or if they've quit smoking within the past 15 years, these are patients who are at risk. Uh, and I would urge them to speak with their primary care physician about these risk factors and if the low-dose CT scan is appropriate for them. And if so, their primary care doctor um, can get in touch with us here in the Division of Thoracic Surgery at GW. Well, Dr. Mortman, I'm going to thank you for the work that you are doing and also thank you for coming on the show today. You're listening to GW Hospital HealthCast with the George Washington University Hospital. For more information, you can go to gwhospital.com. That's gwhospital.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of the George Washington University Hospital. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Dr. Michael Smith. Thanks for listening.